It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. This is George Gamond, and welcome to the show. Uh, today's theme is a little different. You know, it, this week I've been trying to get into a little bit more of a controversial, eh, slightly on the controversial side from from a spiritual aspects and spiritual questions relate to spirituality and life and all that fun stuff. And so today's theme is what does love have to do with it? It's t- based on a song from a song by Tina Turner. And relates to her relationship with Ike Turner and, you know, okay. And, and what what's kind of created this concept for me was going to talk about love and what does the word love mean? How do we define the word love? You know, in working with people over the years, men and women, you ask somebody, well, why are you still with that person? You know, the person's abusive. They ignore them. They... You know, whatever, you know, you you kind of kind of question their loyalty and then they say, but I love this person. And you think, hmm, what does that mean? What does it mean to love somebody like that? Somebody that's abusive to you, somebody that ignores you, somebody that's in and out of your life, that won't commit to you. But so that's what we're going to talk about today is the idea of how do you define that word love? Cause there's so many different ways of expressing love. And I have some articles on that and the definition of love, also a biblical definition of love and some beautiful love quotes from brainyquotes.com, which kind of express some really famous thinkers and thought processes about love. And I'll let my spirit guides talk to you about love and define it because kind of troubles me when people say, well, I stay with somebody because I love them. You almost kind of ask them at that point, what does that mean to you? What does love mean? I mean, define love for me. Because according to the definitions of love, well, we'll get into that in a moment. We'll we'll talk more about that, the definition of love and One of the best definitions of love is from the Greek language, which had seven different words for love. And we'll talk a bit about that because each way of expressing love has a different meaning to it. And when you say I love somebody, use use the Greek word or use a different word because it it has a different emotion. In, In my writing, in my channeling of the group Sarah, Sarah defines love a certain way or spirits defines or source defines love a certain way, which is a little different than we're going to do this today. So we'll let, I'll give them that opportunity to define love for you and the aspects of love, especially in a relationship, what love is really in a relationship. 
I see I have a caller. Now, hopefully we're on the same thing. We're not doing predictions. We're talking about love. So if you're calling in, I want to know what you think love is. Define love for me from your, from your definition of the word love. Because it might be a relationship, and it might be family, and it might be friends, and it might be your love for a certain sport. But then you know how to use another word. Okay, you might enjoy something, but do you really love it? Is it an unconditional love? <laughs> okay, so let me take a call, and then we'll jump into the topic of love and defining love a little bit more. And maybe maybe by the end of the show that you can, when you say you love something, you can catch yourself and go, maybe that's not the best word for it. Okay, maybe that's not the best word. Or if I say I love somebody, maybe that's not the best word for it, love, because if you get into the pure definition of love as in a relationship, you may want to use some other words, okay? Especially when you say, well, I stay with somebody who's abusive. Maybe that's not the word love. Oh, see, I lost my caller. Um, I had a figure that maybe they weren't going to go this direction, but that's fine. If you want to call in, if you want to discuss love, if you want to talk about your relationship, and if you want my spirit guides to, you want me to channel for you about the word love and your relationship, and maybe we can redefine your relationship and really define what you mean by love. That's what we're trying to do here. Okay, so since somebody's calling in, I'm going to, I'm going to get through the articles a little bit. Then I'll let my spirit guides talk to you about their definition of love. And if you want to call in, if you want to talk about love, and if you want me to channel the Sarah group for you about your, let's say, interest in love. Okay, so I'm going to get into some articles. I'll check back and see if anybody wants to talk to me. So what is love? Hmm. This is from the Huff Post. Adrian Catron is the author, and, and and it's not so much the author here. It's it's the uh, some of the thoughts that he uses, which I think are really important, and especially if you get into the Greek words. And I guess the the part of the show is to help you when you talk about love. What are you really talking about? Okay. Okay, so let's do that. So let me give a little statement from him. It says, the word love is used as an expression of affection towards someone else. I love you, but also express pleasure. I love chocolate. Yeah, have you ever said that? I love chocolate. Ooh, the divine nectar of chocolate. To make it a little more complicated, the word love also expresses a human virtue that is based on compassion, affection, and kindness. Now, that's that's I love that. De- start to define love the way I would define love and the way spirit define love defines love because those words really play into love compassion affection and kindness and we'll get into some other words that really define love the state of being that has nothing to do with someone or someone else is the purest form of love the ancient greek used seven words to define the different states of love now i may mispronounce these words and if you want to look them up and actually I'm going to post this on Facebook so if you want to read it and you go what the, what the heck is he saying what word is he talking about you can look it up on Facebook I just posted it so okay Storgy natural affection the love you share with your family okay that's that's interesting I so you think about that word love in that context the family love the love you have for family members. It's not romantic love, okay? 
Okay, let's let's keep moving through this. And we'll we'll have my spirit guides at some point discuss philia, the love that you have for friends. So I love my friends. Well, it's a different kind of love, isn't it? It's not romantic. Um, the next one is eros, sexual erotic desire of love, positive or negative. So maybe when you say you miss somebody, you love somebody, really you're saying eros. You have a strong sexual desire for somebody. So think about that. If you say, I love somebody, well, it's because I love them. Is it because you have a strong sexual desire for somebody? Or do you love them as a friend, your best friend, right? Or do you love them as a family member? So we use all the definitions of all the words here, but which one it applies mostly to your relationship with somebody? Okay, Lotus, Lotus. This is a playful, like like childish love or flirting. So maybe your love for somebody and you say, I love somebody, it really is those two Greek words put together. It's an erotic sort of love for somebody, and it's a playful love, like childish love or flirting love. Pragma, which kind of where pragmatic comes from, long-standing love, the love in a married couple. So is this the kind of love of two people that have developed over the years of being together where they had this mutual caring and loving and affection and compassion and forgiveness for each other? Is that what it is? Is that the love you're talking about? And the next one, Phila Luda, Aluda. Okay. The love of self. Okay. I mean, you can have a love for yourself. There's nothing wrong with a love of yourself. So when you, when you're talking about love, which one are you talking about? When you talk about relationships, which one are you talking about? So, so let me, let me, let me get a little bit further into this article. And there was a couple other points in the article. I thought it were interesting. So sometimes we have to change the words that we use. For example, it said, they mentioned your example. I love chocolate. Maybe it becomes, I enjoy chocolate. I love my job because I have a passion for what I do. Enjoying, loving, and passion are three different emotions. It is essential to learn, again, the true meaning of words, not merely to communicate with someone else, but also to learn to experience them. Words are very powerful instruments, not only to communicate with others, but also yourself. The words you use creates awareness and eventually your reality. Do you agree with that? So when you say you love something or love somebody, pick another word. <laughs> what does that word mean? How do you define it? Redefine it for me or redefine it for somebody else or redefine it for yourself, right? Because if you look in terms of unconditional, oh, I missed a word there, didn't I? Um they didn't use the word agape here, and agape is one of the words, and it's a, agape. Okay, so I missed agape. I went, jumped right past. I knew it was here. Agape is unconditional love or divine love. So do you have an unconditional love for somebody, and do they have an unconditional love for you? That's, that's un, so when do you define love? How do you define it? So what love got to do with it means how do you define the word love? You know, how do you – how – how are you using the word love in a relationship? What kind of love is it? Or is there another word that maybe defined it a little, be a little better? 
So we're going to get into a little bit more of that definition of love. Um, I'm going to use the biblical one. I think that, that Paul, the Apostle Paul, had a good definition of love from 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 7. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Whoa, that's a big one, huh? So if you're in love with somebody and if you're going to use the biblical definition of love as in a relationship, it keeps no record of wrongs. You don't have a little scorecard, right? Well, you did that last week and you did that two weeks ago. It's forgiving, really. Keeping no record of wrongs would basically be forgiveness, wouldn't it? You forgive somebody. You just let it go. You still love that person. You know they're going to make mistakes, but you forgive them because you know they're human. Love does not delight in evil, but enjoy, rejoices with the truth or, you know, truth, whatever, how you define truth. It always protects, always trusts, always protects. Now, if you think about a relationship and if you put it into this biblical context of a relationship, you're not putting down your partner in public. It always protects. You're protecting your partner. You're not speaking evil of your partner or degrading your partner in in front of somebody else. You're protecting your partner. You're honoring your partner. That's what love is, right? Always trust. Ooh, that's a biggie. Do you trust your partner? Can you say you trust your partner? Always hopes. Always perseveres. So those are great definitions of the word love. And I, I, I refer back to this biblical definition of it because you know, a lot of people say that they're Christians, but do they live by these principles of the word love? So think about that. So what is love? How do you define love? And we're going to get more into the definition of love, and my spirit guides will talk to you more about it. So I would wonder when somebody says to me, but I love him or I love her. I want you to define that a little bit more. Define it for yourself. When you say I love somebody, go deeper into the word love. What does it mean? Okay, so I have a little bit more on love and from a more of a metaphysical kind of place, and it's from spiritwisdom.org in the UK. And let me read a little bit um, uh, from this. Love is our life. Ooh, what about that? Love is our life. It's, it, we're here to love, right? We're here to be part of love. Okay? Mother Teresa cared for the untouchables in Calcutta for most of her life. She identified with their need and always claimed to be doing the work as an expression of God's love. Hmm. What's that divine love, that unconditional love, that agape love? That's what they're talking about here. It would be unconditional love. And then there's other words that you could throw in there that relate to that. So when you say God's love, what do you mean by God's love? To others, okay, so let's keep going with this. Love lies in the center of every human soul. It's from God, and according to uh, Swedenborg, this divine love has three characteristic, characteristic goals. To love others. Okay, so divine love would be to love others. But are we talking about eros? Are we talking about agape? Are we talking about philia? 
what kind of love are we talking about? Well, it's the unconditional love. Wouldn't it be agape love, the principal love, maybe as a member of a family type love or a friend love? But it's not necessarily the eros or the other flirtatious kind of love that people talk about. How about this one? I love this one. To have a fre- freely returned relationship with others. So if you're in love with somebody, you can say it's mutual. It has to be mutual. It absolutely has to be mutual for it to, to be into the, the frame and the define of definition of love. Is it mutual? Do you both feel the same way about each other? Do you have the same definitions of the word love towards each other, right? The next point is to take delight in another person's happiness. Ooh, that's a good one, huh? To take delight in another person's happiness. Do we honor another person? Do we, are we excited when our partner does really well? Our partner is achieving their goals. That's love, right? That's love. So for people that are joining me late, we're talking about the word love today. And it goes back to this concept that people say, well, I still love him. He does horrible things, but I love him. So we're getting into the definition of love so that when you use the word love, what do you really mean by the word love? Um, I have no idea what you're talking about, but um, yeah, well, so much for, yeah, I'm not going to address your comments. Um, We're going to try to keep the high road here as much as possible. We're not going to debase ourselves in this kind of discussions. You you might as well just log off because I'm not going to address your comments. Um, So the, the essence of God is pure love and this Divine love is behind behind God's action, acts of creation. So that expressing God through us, through love, is really what we're talking about here. It's how do you define love in yourself? What emotion? Okay, so let's let's get back. See if anybody wants to talk to me. So when you when you call in, how do you define your love according to? Let's go back to those Greek words for a moment. In what if what is love, and let's let's get into the kind of love we're talking about. Is it a natural affection love you share with your family, love that you have with your friends, an erotic love? Is it an unconditional love or divine love? And when you're in a relationship, that's what you're seeking: is this unconditional love or this love that's long-standing love, this long-standing caring and loving for another person that goes beyond the bonds of your own selfishness. And then we have the love of self. So we're going to do this. Um, I am going to close. I'm just going to check something. Okay, I'm back. We're just talking about love. So I have a caller. Now let's let's see if we can get into this word love a little bit deeper. And then I'm going to let my spirit guides talk to you about it in the last few minutes of the show. Hello. Hi. Hi, this is Tony from San Diego. Hi, Tony. What's going on today? Um, I give you my definition of love. I would say love is butt-fucking-a-squirrel in Central Park. Okay, thank you. Ball. Thank you. Um, okay, so we're we're not going to go there. We're going to leave that one alone. Yep, ask people to be respectful of others and be respectful of the content and the concept of the show. 
Okay, so let's get back to the word love, and let's let me give you a few quotes from BrainyQuotes.com, and and it helps us define the word love a little bit more. And and as you use the word love, it helps you to think in terms of well, what am I really saying? What am I using the word love for? And then I'm going to let my spirit guides talk to you about it. Um, famous author George Sand once said, "Love, there is only one happiness in this life." to love and to be loved. Do you believe in that? Do you agree with that? That that in the essence and the energy of this love, and it might incorporate all those different definitions of the word love, that's the, the one happiness. Now, do you agree with that? I do know that, you know, if you get into the law of attraction principles and Abraham material and other material that's very similar to that, you'll get into this idea that the highest vibration, human vibration you can get to, you know, because we're all energy. We're energy fields. We're just a bunch of massive energy floating around inside of a body. And what we consider to be solid is not really solid. You know that from physics, right? That, that there's such a great gap between all of the atoms and the molecules in the body. It's amazing. And so the definition of, of, of love is you know to love is something that's really part of us okay so let's let's get into some other quotes about love and we'll talk a little bit more i like this one h jackson brown junior stated about these are authors and you can look up the people if you're interested in reading more about them or you can go to brainyquotes.com the topic is love and all these quotes are there love it is when the other person's happiness is more important than you your own. I am closing the chat room only because I think that whoever is in the chat room is just, okay, whatever. Okay, love is, is when the other person's happiness is more important than your own. Think about that. It's unselfish. That, that would be you define love as being unselfish. It's not about you. Of course, there's a certain selfishness in all relationships, but pure love, unconditional love, love between two individuals, strong connection between two individuals means an unselfish relationship, right? I like that. Mother Teresa's comment on love. Let, always, let us always meet each other with, with smile or with a smile for the smile is the beginning of love. And love being, it's that connection we have with another human being, that relationship we start, that mutual understanding of each other, the, the, the generosity of spirit that we have with another person, right? Okay, Richard Bach. If you love someone, let them free. If they come back, they're yours. If they don't, they never were. I, you know, you think about that quote and you put it into this context of love and people saying, well, I love somebody. Well, let them go. Let them be free. If they come back to you, then then there's love. Then there's this really strong bond is one of the definitions of the Greek word is that there's a bond between two people that's established over time. Right? Okay. So let's moving right along. This too much time is left. Quite a bit. Okay. So we're talking about love. I got another caller. 
And that's what we're defining the word love in the last part of the show after I get through some of these really interesting quotes about love. And we're helping you to kind of define the word love. When you use the word love, what do you really mean? What other what emotion or what other word would you use for the word love versus just, oh, I love something or I love somebody? Okay, what does that mean? That's kind of what I'm talking about today is to give this idea, kind of trying to spark a little thought process when you say the word love. Okay, so let me take, and I guess when I talk to people from now on, when I say, well, because I love him or love her, I want more of a definition than just I love that person. What does it really mean? Is it the word that keeps coming back to me about that idea is that are you enabling somebody? Hmm. You, you, you love somebody because you get to be their caretaker and you get to enable them. And, and, and that's not really love. That's just uh, expressing some kind of codependency, I guess is a good word for it, right? Let me take a call and then we'll get back to some of the quotes on love and define it a little bit more. We're kind of looking for a deep definitions of the idea of love, especially as in a relationship. Hello. Yes, Hello. I was calling because my definition is uh, smearing feces on a wall and then having your boyfriend butt fuck you in the. Okay, I'm getting a lot of trolls today, and so I probably won't take any more calls, or the chat room will just keep it just focused on love, and we'll not let <laughs> not letting anybody. So, not taking any calls. Okay, if you know me, let me know somehow, some way that you know me. And if I recognize the number, cool. Um, yes. So let's get back to love. Let's get back to the quotes. I can't believe I'm getting these, but that happens. A Confucius said, and, and, and this quote is kind of somewhat related, but I think it's really kind of a cool little quote about love. Choose a job you love, and you'll never have to work a day in your life. Or you know, let's let's change the word love here. Let's let's define love. Let's just say that choose a job that you're passionate about. Going back to that other earlier thought about, let's look at different def- definitions of the word love. Okay, so choose a job you're passionate about, and you will never work a day in your life. Now, when you hear the word love in that context, that's what you're really thinking about, right? It's something you're passionate about, something that just just stirs your soul to do every day. So that's not working. That's just being in this process of passion about something that you're really, really deeply involved in, right? Okay, William Shakespeare said, love is all. Trust a few, do wrong to none. Okay, I'm going to keep going through these. There's a few more that I wanted to quote, read, and I'm trying to look for them right now. And I'm going, okay, I'll find you somewhere on this thing, right? Poets, well, Rumi was a great poet, and he wrote some interesting thoughts. And here's one thought that he put about love. Let the beauty of what you love be what you do. Another quote from Richard Bach. I like this one. This is a really good quote. Think about this one for a while. True love stories never have endings. And, and you could put that as almost in a metaphysical context, that if you truly love somebody, it's going to go on forever and ever and ever from lifetime to lifetime to lifetime. And this Maya Angelou, I love this. I love this quote because some people ask me, well, when will I ever be in love? 
will I ever fall in love? Right? Can I ever fall in love? Right? Oh, no, I'm never going to be in love. I want love and it never happens to me. And we won't get into that, how to create love into your life. That's not what we're doing here. But let me give you this quote and see what see if this resonates with you a little bit. Oops, but I just lost it. <laughs> I just lost it. Okay, love is like a virus. It can happen to anybody at any time. Don't you love that quote? You know, if you have trust, if you have faith, if you have the divine nature about you, um, if you believe that the universe will provide love, if you are love, if you're loving of other people, if you express these other aspects of the word love in your life, if you are love, then love will happen for you. That's that's a nice way of putting it, right? You know, if you if you're one who puts out love in all the different aspects of the word love, love for your family, love for your friends, love for chocolate, okay, whatever, you know what I mean? Um, agape, unprincipled love, principled love, unconditional love. You express unconditional love. You express compassion, kindness to others. Then all of that's going to flow back to you. So that love is like a virus. It can happen to anybody at any time. But what I'm trying to emphasize here is that, first of all, you put it out there. Put that love out there. Put that passion out there, and it will come back to you. So just to recap a little bit before, well, maybe there's another quote or two. I went through most of these. That was the, the primary of the ones. Well, here's another Myla Angelou's, I can't talk today, comment on love. If we lose love and self-respect for each other, this is how we finally die. Ooh, it's kind of like we need to stay connected. Okay, and John Lennon once said, love is the answer. And you know that for sure. Love is a is, love is a flower. You got to let it grow. How do you water love? I mean, if you think in terms of a flower, how how do you grow a flower? How do you water it? You nourish it. But isn't that much like love? You show compassion. You show kindness. You show forgiveness. You show generosity. You show humility. You loving kindness to another's you show appreciation for the others and the other person. So if you're using all those aspects of love, which I just quoted, then you're nourishing your love. You're forgiving that person for mistakes, right? You're showing compassion to that person. You're showing generosity to that person. You're showing kindness to that person. And I think one of the key words here is appreciation because you're showing appreciation for that person, what they do. In your relationship, you're verbalizing or you're showing love or appreciation in your love speak. And there's different ways of showing love speak to another person. We won't talk about, maybe we'll talk about some other time, the five different ways of showing love speak to somebody. But by doing, using all those terminology and all that definition of love and expressing it to somebody else and however you express it, then you are showing love speak to somebody and when it's reciprocal when it's flowing back and forth you have a beautiful relationship don't you okay so i'm gonna let my spirit guides how much time we have left we have a few minutes left in the show so i'm gonna let my spirit guides talk to you and then we'll maybe get back to some more quotes 
And yeah, so we're done with calls for the day, pretty much. So I'll let them talk to you. Some people in, in your planet, some people that that even let's say call into talk shows and talk about love, don't really appreciate the word love, don't understand the word love. And the definition of love from a spirit place, from our non-physical place, because we, we, we live in love. In the non-physical world, all there is is love. And love is expressed in many different ways to those in the spirit world, but also those in the physical world. You know, just to say that, well, let's use the word source instead of the word God here, but source energy and that divine wisdom, that wisdom of creation, that wisdom of putting forth creative energies into the universe, into the physical universe, into the planet Earth, the diversity of life that you have upon your planet is an expression of life, love. It's an expression of divine love towards your planet so that you can have to, well, you could say that it helps make you be happy and joyful to experience all the various forms of life on your planet, whether it be the plant life or the animal life or the sea life or just the formations of, of the rocks and the mountains and the crystals and the minerals upon the earth. So all of that is an expression of divine love for you humans to appreciate, to enjoy, to show a certain amount of happiness, bring happiness, bring a joy. Yeah, we would say the word joy is better than the word happiness. Happiness is a natural state of being, but all the experiences that you go through and all the variety upon the planet gives you a sense of joy, an elevated feeling you could express as love in a very in a, in a way of using the word love. So, spirit, as in our loving, caring for humans, we express love through how we provide. Now, you abuse love. You abuse the divine love. And it's your natural process of learning and growing as spirit beings in a human form to do things that show contrast or so show contradiction to love so that you can learn from that and grow into love. Your wars are an example of the contradiction to the word love because war is not an expression of love, but you can learn from war. You can learn learn from the contrast because that's not something that you want. That's not something that's an expression of love. That's not an expression of kindness. It's not an expression of generosity. It's not an expression of forgiveness. You are slow in learning that process, though. As humans, you're very slow in learning that process, that war does not achieve the place that you want to be. Now, selfishness is the opposite of love. Selfishness is not an expression of love because selfishness does not generate generosity. Greed does not express generosity. It doesn't express loving kindness. If you're selfish and self-centered, you're not doing an act of loving kindness towards others from a pure state of caring, of kindness, of compassion. Are you really showing compassion? No. So we, we like the word love as, it, as as George was getting into a little bit is you have to break the word down. What do you really mean by love? 
be careful of using the word love. What do you mean by it? What try to choose another word or an expression or a sentence instead of saying I love something Try to define that a little bit more to what you really mean by that. And when you use the word love, we would suggest that you kind of narrow down the use of word, the word love to the idea of unconditional love, divine love, a love that doesn't have limitations, a love that's not selfish, a love that's that's forgiving, a love that's kind, a love that does not hold grudges. To use those definitions, that biblical use definition and our definition of it. So when you use the word love, think in terms of that definition. When you say you love somebody, it means you forgive that person, right? You show compassion for that person. You show kindness towards that person. You're generous with your spirit, your energies towards that person. You appreciate that person. You do things for that person and and unselfish acts towards that person. So when you say, I love somebody, hold yourself to a higher standard. Hold yourself to a standard of this is how what I mean by love when I express love to somebody. Okay? Got it? That's what we would encourage all of you to do when you say, what, but I love somebody. Does that mean you forgive them? Does that mean that you show them compassion? But also, let's let's take that one step further. Is it reciprocal? Is the love flowing equally between two people? Because love can't be one-sided in a relationship. It doesn't work. Love in a relationship has to be reciprocal. It has to be in balance. It has to both, you know, it's like the scales. The scales can't be weighted too much to one side or the other. It has to find some equilibrium between the two people. So when you say, I love somebody, we would automatically say, what do they feel about you? Do they feel the same way? Do they forgive you? Do they show compassion to you? Do they appreciate you? Do they, are they generous in spirit? Are, do they express humility towards you? Do they show kindness towards you? Is it reciprocal? Is it flowing back and forth? Is the love between two people at that plane? Now, it's going to be out of balance from time to time, obviously, but you're always seeking to bring that love back into balance, that flow of energy between two people, bringing it back into balance. So you're both expressing those same qualities towards each other. And that's what you have in mature love, a love that grows, it develops. It goes on and on because you're always seeking not so much your own selfish gain. Well, we, we talk about this in our writing through George and other individuals. We talk about in, in, a, in a purely loving, kind, generous relationship, it's not about him or her or him and him or her and her. It's about the us. When you think in terms of love, do you think in terms of the couple? That you're both encased in those same feelings of love. You're both living from that both, both that dynamic of love. It's not about the individual. It's about the us. So think in terms of the us instead of the individual. So when you're in a relationship, it's about 
hostile to the the us, or it, it could even be beyond that. It could be the family. It could be a family unit. The us could be the whole family unit. You all expressing those same attributes of love towards each other. You have this flow of kindness and generosity and appreciation and humility and selflessness and gratitude towards each other. That's when you're in the state of love. Of course, you're going to have the emotional high. You're going to have the eros at times in a relationship. Of course you do. That's an important part of it. But that's not the only aspect of it, right? Of course you're going to have the philia, the friendship between two people. But a purely loving, kind relationship between two people will have all those various attributes encased in the word love. The agape love between two people and and the divine nature of love will flow through a relationship. So when you define your relationship, do you think in terms of us, whether it be an individual, I mean a couple, an individual couple, or a larger family unit, or even an organizational structure, Do you think in terms of us, that love flows through all the members? Now, you can have love in an organization based on these principles. (laughs) You may not have the eros in certain organizations that might cause some conflict, but you can have the philia, right, in a relationship. You can have the agape organization. You have that unconditional love, that divine love that flows through people because then you're, you're displaying forgiveness, You're displaying generosity and kindness and acts of loving kindness and appreciation for one another, aren't you? So you can say an organization can be based on love, the us, not the individual, because the individuals make up the us, and the us becomes more important than the individual. You see that in sports, right? Where the team becomes more important than the individual, and when one member of an organization, a team, puts themselves above others, then you lose that dynamic. You lose that love. You lose that flow between, of love between the members because one is blocking that. And their, unselfish, their selfishness gets in the way of the us. Okay, we're, we've, we're rattling on and on about this topic. We, we love talking about this and we love sharing with you about love. And the dynamics of love. Now, we, there's only probably a few more minutes left in the show. So let's, let's leave, leave you with a finer point about love. We, we love that quote that George from Myla Angelou about the virus of love. Love can struck at any time. So we're going to emphasize that point again is that if you're, if you're practicing love, if you're practicing that unconditional love, that divine love towards others, if you're practicing showing generosity, kindness, appreciation for others, the smile, the warm greeting to somebody else, the willingness to help somebody else, you're expressing love. And you're putting it out to the universe, to source, to God, however you express it. And according to law, that's going to flow back to you. So to get that virus, first of all, you have to have the virus of love within you all those qualities of love and express it out to others, right? Once you start to do that, once you start to put it out there, then the reciprocal from the universe, from source, from God, is to receive that back. And you'll get it back in human form, 
and people around you. It may not be necessarily the one only love that you ever have, but you're going to get love back. And and getting that love back to you, expressions of love from the universe through physical forms, you're going to meet a partner because it's inevitable. The more you practice these principles of love, the more you're going to get back from the universe, from source, those displays in your love through manifestations, through other life forms. It could even be your pets, right? But you're going to get love back because you're giving love. You've got the virus of love. We love that expression. You've got the virus of love. Now you're giving, getting more of it back. And you're giving it to other people and they're going to give it back. So be love. Just be love. Be love according to all those principles that we've expressed about love. And you're going to get it back. There's no question whatsoever whether it's going to come back to you or not. So think in terms of us as in a couple. Think in terms of living from a place of love, an unconditional love. So thank you for listening. We appreciate those who listen and taking these words. And if you need individual help in discussing that, we're more than willing to present thoughts for you through our host here. So thank you for listening. Bye now. Okay. I think I'm back. Well, the show's almost over. Got a little disruptions from the negative aspects of this world, I guess you would call it. That's sad, but that's why I kind of shut down the chat room. Didn't near didn't need to hear negative thoughts, negative comments. I will be back probably on Friday. So have a beautiful rest of your day. Show some love. Be a virus of love. I love that. Be a virus of love today. Thank you for listening. Bye now. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.